are listening to New Creation Ministry, Rivers of Living Waters podcast. Hi, this is Gina, and I'm here with another episode of the podcast. If you can recall, in the first episode, I shared with you the importance of contending for the faith. In this episode, I would like to talk about the love of God, God's love he has for the world, and the love he has for his people, the church. But before I do, I would like to say some more words concerning contending for the faith. That being said, I hope I do not run out of time before I actually can speak on the love of God. In the Gospel of Matthews, Matthews chapter 16, Jesus said to Peter and the disciples, quote, I will build my church and the gates of hell will not prevail against it. End quote. Jesus said, I will build my church and the gates of hell will not prevail against it. The gates of hell will not defeat it. It will not conquer the church. It will not ultimately subdue the church. So why then do we have to contend? Our contending for the faith is our agreement with the Lord Jesus. We, his saints, agree with him. We are standing in agreement with him that the gates of hell will not prevail against the church. What I am about to say, you already know. You already know we are not wrestling with flesh and blood. We are wrestling with the kingdom of darkness that is in another realm, according to the Bible. We are wrestling with principalities and powers, rulers and spiritual evil in the heavenly places. This kingdom wants to prevail. It wants to overthrow the church. However, Jesus said, this kingdom will not prevail. It will not be victorious over his church. Satan with his kingdom is trying to overthrow the church. Satan according to the Bible, has already been defeated and judged by the death and resurrection of Jesus. He is already a defeated foe awaiting execution. We, the saints of God, we, the saints of God, are standing in agreement with the Lord Jesus by contending for the faith in this realm. I've already stated in the first podcast how we contend for the faith. I believe the main area the kingdom of darkness has targeted against the church are the doctrinal truths of the Christian belief. Some of these truths I mentioned in the first podcast. 
Some I did not. So let me reiterate. These truths are the teachings of Christianity. These truths are what we believe. I am going to read off a list of these truths so that they will be in your, on your mind and in your heart, whereas you can meditate on what it is that you believe. Because if you have these truths deeply within your heart, you are going to stand on them when these forces come against it. God as creator, the Elohim, he is the source of creation. The triune God, God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit, the Trinity, the three in one, the deity of Jesus, the humanity of Jesus, the preeminence of Jesus, the sinlessness of Jesus, his virgin birth, his vicarious death. He died for another. The death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus. The gospel of grace. The doctrine of sin. The teaching on marriage and family. The Bible itself, the ascension of Jesus, the return of Jesus to the earth. These truths are what we believe. This is what the Christian church believes. I've learned from my independent study that the church is facing danger from two directions. The church is facing danger from two directions. So there are danger from outside people on the outside of the church who are debunking and deflating the truths of the Bible. Then there are the people on the inside, which the Bible identifies as false prophets, I mean false teachers. These false teachers are disregarding these truths from the inside. These truths are being debunked and deflated by the outside world. Those whom are on the outside of the church, and they are being disregarded by the false teachers, those whom are within the church, the false apostles, false bishops, false prophets, false teachers, false elders, and false ministers. These truths are being disregarded by them. These doctrinal truths of the Bible are being vigorously attacked by these false teachers who have crept into the church and the masses.
These false teachers, they especially like to mishandle the gospel of grace and the doctrine of sin. Those who are on the outside of the church, the outsiders, they especially try to debunk and deflate God as creator, the existence of God, the deity of Jesus, the humanity of Jesus, and the Bible itself. So we have the danger from within and from without that the gates of hell are using to attack the church. These forces are coming against the church with a vengeance in our generation. This is why it is imperative that we, like Esther, rise to our moment. Again, these truths hold Christianity together. They are like glue holding the whole thing together. Without these truths, Christianity is nothing more than a religion without Christ, without Jesus. If we remove Jesus and his accomplishments, Christianity becomes a religion without a pulse, without life. For Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. So if we remove Jesus Christ and his accomplishments, Christianity becomes a religion without a pulse. No life. The danger with these false teachers, and remember I'm speaking concerning the false teachers, not the true teachers, the false teachers. The danger with these false teachers, these false apostles, false bishops, false prophets, false pastors, false elders, and false ministers. The danger is they are lowering the grace of God. Like I said before, they are treating the church as if it is an amusement park for free reign of the flesh. They are treating the church as if it is an amusement park for free reign of the flesh. They are lowering the gospel of grace, turning it into licentiousness, treating the great, treating the gospel of grace as if God has given the church a free ticket, a free pass to sin without any penalty or punishment. The Apostle Paul stated a rhetorical question. Shall we continue in sin that the grace of God may abound? Shall we, after being saved, after being regenerated, 
after being born again, after being saved from the wrath to come. Shall we continue in sin that the grace of God may abound? These false teachers are posed as the leaders in the church. These false teachers are here to serve themselves, not the church of God. God is saying, God is saying, God is speaking in this hour. He is saying that he is about to do something. He is about to do something. Matthew chapter 3, it says, Even now the axe is laid to the root of the trees. Even now the axe is laid to the root of the trees. The days are coming, and even now so, God will set his house in order. He is raising up a particular people he will use as his battle axe. Jude said, God has reserved the blackness of darkness for them. You see, God has made a reservation in the darkest part of hell for them. God has made a reservation in the darkest part of hell for them. Peter says it this way. The Lord knows how to reserve the unjust under punishment for the day of judgment. So God will keep these false teachers under a certain punishment until the day of judgment because he wants them to keep this reservation. He wants them to keep this reservation. So again, he said, the Lord knows how to reserve the unjust under punishment for the day of judgment, especially those who walk according to the flesh in the lust of uncleanness and despise authority. I would like to read some more scripture to you. Please give me your ear to hear scripture. Many may not have an ear to hear scripture, but I would encourage you to develop an ear to hear scripture. Because it is the word of God to save your soul. One way to develop an ear to hear the scripture is to listen to an audio Bible as you go along your way. Another way to develop a taste for the scripture is to read, to hear yourself read a small portion of the Bible daily. We, the saints, according to 2 Peter, ought to be in holy conduct and godliness 
looking for and hastening the coming of the day of God, because of which the heavens will be dissolved, being on fire, and the elements will melt away with fervent heat. It goes on. Nevertheless, we, according to his promise, look for new heavens and a new earth, in which righteousness dwells. I have one more scripture for you. You, therefore, beloved, since you know this beforehand, beware, lest you also fall from your own steadfastness, being led away with the error of the wicked, E-R-R-O-R, being led away with the error of the wicked, but grow in the grace and the knowledge of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. To him be the glory both now and forever. Amen. This is Second Peter three, seventeen and eighteen. Put this in your back pocket. What I am about to say, stick it in your back pocket. Scripture is the breath of God. Scripture is the breath of God. All scripture is given by inspiration of God, according to 2 Timothy. This is God's word. This is the sovereign God speaking to humanity. This is the sovereign God speaking to humanity. Do not let anyone duke you into thinking that it is not so. We all will be evaluated by this word. We will all give an account to him. We will all give an account to him. Be careful in your regard to the word of God. Let me recapitulate. I like this word, recapitulate. A ministry I listen to quite often uses this word. So in this podcast, I felt the need to share some more words with you concerning the imperativeness of contending for the faith due to the onslaughter from the kingdom of darkness against the church. Jesus emphatically said, the gates of hell will not prevail against the church. However, we, the saints, according to Jude, must rise to this occasion, just as in the time of Esther, and agree with the Lord Jesus. We must agree with the Lord that the gates of hell will not prevail against the church. Not in this generation. Never. The kingdom of darkness has deployed 
false teachers into the church to to damage the church, to damage the church of God from within. Not only that, Satan uses evil people to speak blaspheming words, irreverent words about God and the Bible. But these people are on the outside. They are the outsiders damaging the church. The greater damage is within because those whom are within are numbered with us. But they use the grace of God to indulge their own lust. We are agreeing with the Lord to fight the good fight of faith. We are agreeing with the Lord to fight the good fight of faith for his church. For the truths of the Bible are like glue, holding the whole thing together. If we let these truths drift away, then Christianity becomes nothing more than a religion without Christ. No life. Lastly, Peter says we need to be aware. We need to be on our guard, lest we fall from our own steadfastness, being led away with the error of the wicked. We are to grow in the grace and knowledge of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. I encourage you to let the Lord have your agreement. I encourage you to let the Lord have your agreement. I've used up a lot of my time sharing some more words with you concerning contending for the faith. I do not want to overload you with many words. You know they say we can only take so many words at one time before we metaphorically check out of the building in our mind. Before we tune out the speaker. So I'm going to let you go. I will speak some more words on the love of God in the next podcast. Please come back. May the grace of our Lord be with you as you put yourself in the presence of the Lord and as you put yourself on the altar of the Lord. Thanks for listening.